Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Jenny. And this is Have You Heard Of. It's the podcast where two best friends, us, finally hold each other accountable for all of those pop culture recommendations we keep giving each other. Yes, this week it is my turn. And kind of sticking with the theme of our past two ones, where it is a sequel, which was the last one I brought. Also, this one also came out in 2015, which the last movie did, Gem and the Holograms, came out. Is Teen Beach Movie 2! Teen Beach Movie 2! Except it's not called Teen... Okay, now I'm not trying to be overly corrective, but it's not called Teen Beach Movie 2. It's just called Teen Beach 2. What? Yeah. Wow. So Teen Beach 2? I know, I just was really surprised when I saw that, and I... Is the first one called Teen Beach Movie? Or is the first one called Teen Beach? No, the first one's called Teen Beach Movie. This is but some the second fast one is called Teen Beach 2. This is some like Fast and Furious franchise weird titles. <laughs> it is, and it makes sense because I very, very rarely refer to Teen Beach Movie as Teen Beach Movie. I usually do just call it Teen Beach because I like to shorten things. I like to be very efficient when I speak. That's a lie. <laughs> I am not lie. efficient when I speak at all. <laughs> but I guess they were just like, well, they'll know. They'll, they'll understand. Correct. But before we get into that, Emma, do you have a spotlight? I do. Um, I think contrary to the attitude I put out on this podcast, which is I'm just excited to watch things for the first time, is that I often get very embarrassed when I don't know about things other people know about that are really obvious. Oh. Or like, but I don't realize they're really obvious. Um, An example of not a thing that this happened to me, but there's a scene in Baby Driver where Baby Driver is telling his love interest, Deborah, about a song he really likes. And he says, it's by Trex. And she says, you mean T-Rex? And he just never heard him that the band was called T-Rex. And I was like, I do hate that feeling where you're like, I know what's going on. This is brand new information. I get to share. And yeah. then like I just did to you with Team Beach 2, <laughs> the other person corrects you and you're like, oh no. So sorry, I just did that to you. No, oh my God. No. The moral of the story is though, that I, I've just gotten into Belinda Carlisle and everyone I tell this to is like, yeah, it's Belinda Carlisle. But I hadn't listened to her a lot before. She sings Heaven is a Place on Earth, so obviously I knew that. But I've been oh, listening yeah. to... She's also the lead singer for the Go-Go's. But I've been listening to all of one of her solo albums called Heaven on Earth. And the entire album is fantastic. Uh, and it's so good. It was a huge commercial critical success in whenever it came out. I don't know exactly. The mm. 80s. <laughs> um... I'm just really enjoying the whole album, and I'm not being embarrassed by it when people are like, of course, it's Belinda Carlisle, because it's brand new, this is all brand new information to me, because like, even the first, what got me into it wasn't even Heaven is a Place on Earth, it's I, I Get Weak, which was also a huge single, but then I've listened to her songs that aren't singles, like Nobody Owns Me and Love Never Dies, and they also are so good. My spotlight swap is just Belinda Carlisle, who I didn't even know was the lead singer of the Go-Go's until last week, even yeah. though I have listened to the Go-Go's, but I haven't even listened to the Go-Go's. I've listened to We've Got the Beat. So I guess I get to discover the Go-Go's, too. All this to say, I'm really enjoying the works of Belinda Carlisle. Yay! I, like, I know those songs, and that name sounds familiar, but also if someone was like, I like that music, I'd be like, explain more like you just did or i would be like oh yeah that person okay. i know so i f- i feel like she's someone who either people are like of course she was a huge deal or you're like 
oh, that lady. Anyways, <laughs> highly recommend this whole album. I'm so excited to get to share this with you. And then you can go and check this with other people. Yes. And then soon as everyone will know about Belinda Carlisle. Yay. Exciting. But now, more importantly, <laughs> let's begin. I'm so excited about this. This isn't even my pick, and I'm so excited about it. All right, so this is Teen Beach Movie 2. No, Teen Beach 2. This is the sequel to Teen Beach Movie. Yes. <laughs> if I could say it that way. Um, and this movie, I'm bringing this forward to the podcast because it has been a movie that I've been trying to get Emma to watch since it's come, like, came out. Because I even own it on DVD. I didn't have to go to Disney Plus. I own this movie. <laughs> How do you, did you get it in like a duo pack or something? Yes, because we watched Teen Beach Movie like a month before Teen Beach 2 came out. I feel yes. like we watched it because we watched it like around this time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, but, and then that fall or like the next year, at some point I was in an HMV. I miss you, HMV. And I bought Teen Beach, and it was a, it was a duo pack. I don't know why I should have said that when you got it in one immediately. Yes, it was a duo pack. I own both of these movies on DVD. Yeah, so I remember us watching this film. We were at, like, my house because you came to visit because you graduated and I was still had a year. And I was like, we need to watch this film. And I remember this was before, like, Disney Plus, obviously. and But it was also like, a while ago. So, like, for Teen Beach Movie, the first one, I remember I had to time it out to get it from the library in time for when you would visit so we could watch it. This was really strategic. (laughs) Like, so much planning went into this. It did. And for those who have not seen the first movie, I'll briefly talk about it for context. I don't think you really need context, but just in case, it's about... The whole premise is that... Um, two characters, which is Mac and Brady, get transported back into Brady's favorite movie, which is Wet Side Story, and they get transported back into this musical, and then they have to come get back. That's pretty much the premise of the film. There's a lot more, and it's a musical, and it's great. But that's kind of like... These are the best-looking DCOMs. These movies look so good. Okay. These movies do not look like what you think of when you think of a DCOM. Also... Can I just say how amazing the summer 2015 was for DCOMs? Do you know what what came out also? So, Teen Beach 2 came out, wait, I wrote this down, came out in June, on June 26th, 2015. July 31st, Descendants 1 came out. (gasps) Oh my god, also... Okay, we're going to deal with this bombshell that you just dropped on me. Because I was like, you know I'm not going to go. I don't watch DCOMs, but I do watch that co- DCOM. I am also realizing I actually lied. We watched Teen Beach Movie 1 in 2016. So Teen Beach 2 are, did already exist. We just didn't watch it. I guess it wasn't out on DVD yet or wasn't yeah. accessible to us. Okay. But 2015, huge year. Those are two, I think, like... High School Musical, I think, really set the peak for DCOMs, and then they it broke out of a D being a DCOM for the final mm. one and had a theatrical release. I'm so and then Descendants also huge Titan, and Teen Beach I think deserves more love, even though it was also hugely successful. 
Yes, and also just in case people don't know what decoms on are, because we're just saying it, it's Disney Channel original movies. So it's movies that have been created just to release on Disney Channel, and I believe currently there's a hundred and nine of them. And so those include the ones that Emma has talked about already, but plus also um, like Halloween Towns, a part of that Xenon, um, a bunch of other films, but Disney Channel original movies, and. Which I actually didn't know, honestly, until I would say, like, two years ago. I used to think it was just Disney comedy. <laughs> oh! I mean, that, that, that would work, too. It works, but then it would be a much less specific genre. Yeah. Um, I am a huge fan of Teen Beach. It's just so colorful and fun. And it's the epitome of summer, <laughs> you it's- know? They're, they're both such good-looking movies. The first one is set in this, like, 1962 surf drive-in musical. And then this one doesn't have that same energy, but we'll get into the plot of it in a minute. But it's just, like, I feel like when you picture things from the Disney Channel, you picture lots of layers, lots of funky hair. And it's things that are very iconic, but not necessarily always good looking they just Mm. are you just have to embrace it these movies get to step outside of that because it's the 60s but it's a very specific aestheticized version of the 60s and i just they look so good it looks like expensive isn't the right word but it looks like it looks thoughtful in a way that other disney channel original movies i find don't always and that's Mm. not a knock on them it's like when you have like, Descendants doesn't count either, really, for that. But when you just have people, like, in where they're in high school or middle school or whatever, they're just wearing normal clothes. But this is so much more fun. Yeah, it's more stylized in a way that is unique to the films. And even though on the outside, looking at the premise of the film, you're like, isn't this just, like... Like, they called the movie Wet Side Story. It's a takeoff West Side Story. And it's also, so if you wanted to watch a film that's, like, kind of West Side Story, kind of Grease, also kind of High School Musical, Teen Beach 2 is the movie for you because it's all of that combined together. But it's also just such more, it's such a delight and so goofy. I know, I say, the way I, sorry for interrupting, the way I want to describe it is if you are someone who is our age, so late 20s, and you don't watch Disney Channel original movies anymore. Fine, fair, totally reasonable. But you did watch High School Musical 2, and you really liked the heat that I Don't Dance was bringing. (laughs) Yeah. This is that, but for the entire movie. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh. And I also just love the characters, and I also love the themes in this film as well, of pretty much all the men are just realizing that they need to have confidence in their self and then all the women are like I am a boss ass bitch and I can do whatever the hell I want because I'm smart and I have potential and it's just like yes discover yourself figure it all out think about the way the concept of himbos has taken off in the past year and a half and if you enjoy that again this movie is for you (laughs) uh it's it's fun and goofy. There are, like, some elements that I'm like, they could have cut out certain parts here or there. Um, but it's campy in a delightful way. And yes. it is enjoyable. So, Emma, do you have any other thoughts before we go kind of into the plot of the film? 
I guess my thoughts is like we will be specifically talking about Teen Beach 2. I highly recommend watching Teen Beach movie. I rewatched it before going into Teen Beach 2 mm. and no regrets. I think I like the music in Teen Beach movie more than Teen Beach 2 mm. because they get to do more of this like 60s parody camp just fun times. Yeah. Like they go more they go more show tuned and they still, obviously are still very show tuned in in this one, but I like the music more. Um I like the cast in this so much. Oh, actually, wait. I do have I do have an anecdote. I feel like this could be a recurring segment. Okay. Because it is recurring. <laughs> I went into the archive of our own tag for two <gasps> Yay! Okay. What did you find? Um, so there are 53 fics in total. It's a pretty small fandom. That makes That's sense. Um, I did weed a couple of them out because obviously, like, it's the internet, but I was like, I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessary. Yeah. Um, so after I weeded those out... Um, 13 of those fics are crossovers. Oh, with what? Do you want to take a guess? Um, crossover with, like, High School Musical? That would make sense. Wait, is it Riverdale? No, that, see, that would also in some way make sense. There was a Supernatural crossover. (laughs) Of course there was. How? Why? I didn't recognize her. The actress who plays Layla is in one episode of Supernatural. She's only in one episode in season nine. Um, but she does have a mildly significant character. Okay. Um, but the, so then I guess that's what made the connection. But someone wrote a fic where it's Layla from Teen Beach with Joe Harvell from Supernatural, who is a uh, girl character who naturally meets a, a very unfortunate end, um, but is in like five episodes of the whole show. It is the most specific ship I've ever seen, Whoa. Layla and Joe. So shout out to that person. Um what do you think the most popular pairing is in Teen Beach? It fic? better be Mac and Layla. It is. 21 okay. fix are Mac and Layla. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> um, I mean, all the material of- is already there. Like, you just got <laughs> Exactly. Like, Mal and Evie have nothing on Mac and Layla. No. Um, Mal and Evie are from Descendants, and they yeah. have a beautiful love duet in the second one. But obviously, six of them are Brady Tanner, and then six okay. of them were... Um, Hold on, let me pull it up. Six of them were Brady and Butchie. Which oh. I thought was interesting. Interesting. Anyway, I... So that's our little dive into the archive tag for, for Teen Beach. It did not disappoint. I'm not going to read any of them, but it did not disappoint. <laughs> Even without Fix, Layla and Mac are in love. Mm-hmm. They, like, they are... Especially, like, I don't know, okay, I don't know if Mac is in love with Layla, but Layla is in love with Mac, and I don't know, I part of it, I think, is the potential of seeing, like, this woman of, like, all these things, like, going to school and being smart and all these potentials, so it's one of those things was, like, is she, does she want to be her, or does she want to be with her? <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the, as Jenny said, the premise of the first film is that uh, Brady and Mac are two teenagers who... Um, are dating and then Mac might have to leave and they get sucked into the movie and then she doesn't leave and everything works out and she goes back home and they decide to stay together and it's all good. Yeah. This one is Layla and Tanner, who are the romantic leads of Wet Side Story, end up in the real world. Which, and the reason... Which is apparently like the closing cre- end scene credit of the first movie, that happens. When, yes, which yes. I, don't think, I don't think we saw when we watched no. it. Um, but it, it is there. And then... The reason for them ending up in the real world is literally just Layla is in her movie and is like, 
I don't want to do this anymore and just finds a necklace she had given Mac in the first one and says, I need to be where she is and then just walks into the ocean. It's the most dramatic thing I've ever seen. I also love when Tanner, when they're looking at it and she's like, this is a sign. And he's like, it really looks like a necklace. (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh, Tanner, no. What's going on? What are we doing? It's very windy and not good for my hair. Do you know what this is? Uh, a necklace. It's a sign. It really looks like a necklace. I love Tanner so much to no one's surprise because I've realized I, for any film, I love my favorite characters are either the lovable doofus or the lovable genius. Those are my favorite. And he's both, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's not really a genius. He's got some moments. Yeah, he he's not. not no. Um, but he's a genius at making me laugh, because my God. Um, <laughs> but yes. It's just a really good time. And I, I think this was obviously, this was a great, this was, wow, Emma, try saying a full <laughs> sentence. This was the first sequel, apparently, that Disney had done in quite a few years yeah yeah um, the last one they did was camp it, rock 2 which i think was 2010 that makes sense oh i've also seen the camp rocks we were talking about what decoms i'd seen earlier i've also seen the camp rocks i've really only seen the tentpole films mm. of the past 20 years yeah. um but it's such a good i'm so glad they did a sequel for it because they do the post credit scene in the first one and it just lends itself so nicely to being a sequel of well what happens when these people end up here and it's it's so fun and so goofy and slapsticky and everyone's having such a good time and the, similar to the other film um when you get transported to a different world you slowly become part of it so for example mm-hmm. Um, like when Layla and Tanner get there, like their hair isn't wet at all. They're like running under the shower and nothing's getting wet because that's in the movie. They still have all of their Hollywood glam. Or when they're trying to get dressed up for school and Layla is going into Mac's closet and it's like, oh, I'll try this on. And all of a sudden it's instantly 60s-ified and she looks so adorable. And she I just it. love how Layla and Tanner break the world, basically. Yes. Because they break it with, like, the world bending to their style. And then they are both just so confident because they have only ever existed as fictional characters living out one singular character arc. Um, that they don't realize bad things can happen and that they can be stressed. And so uh, Brady and Mac are like, well, we can easily convince them to rejoin their world because we'll just show them how terrible ours is and how awful high school is. And Brady's just, or not Brady, woof, Tanner says, of course, you know, I've got this. I'm great at walking down hallways. And is he Also, ever. that is my favorite song. I did not realize until after the fact that the song that he walks down the hallway to, I was like, this is a jam. It is so good. That's my favorite song, too. Really? And do you know who sings it? No. Jordan Fisher. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. Jordan Fisher's in these movies. I don't even remember what his character's name is. Did you know also that Jordan Fisher got married at Disney World last year? No. Bless. Jordan Fisher got married. They had a super small ceremony. It was before the park opened. Um, And they got married at Disney World. And then at the end, it's his childhood sweetheart because he's, I mean, still a total baby in my eyes. And then at the end of the ceremony, they were in 
a carriage, I believe, <gasps> while Jordan Fisher's Happily Ever After song played. No. Jordan Fisher's Living the Dream. No. Yes. That is, I love Jordan Fisher so much. His character's name is Seacat. <laughs> and he's just, he's one of the side characters. He's one of the surfer dudes. And he sometimes sings here or there. He's usually in the background, but he has a bigger role in this film. Um, because he, there, he's one of the characters left behind, so he kind of gets a little solo. But the song where Tanner walks down the hallway. I have not stopped hypnotizing. I have not stopped listening to it. It's so fun and catchy. And like when I listened to it, I was like, this is great. And then I looked up who it was, I was like, of course, because I love Jordan Fisher. Of course it's Jordan Fisher. Jordan Fisher also is uh, in Grease Live and steals the show in Grease Live. He was on Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway before it shut down. He's Didn't so he want win So You Think You Can Dance? Maybe. I don't know. He's <laughs> just great. And yeah, so like Tanner breaks it because every time he smiles, he has like the little like twinkle in his teeth. And he is the classic jock dummy, but is so adorable at the same time. In a such endearing way. And then we have Layla, who is a girl from the biker gang. And she is, she breaks the world because she just goes in and she's like, Oh my god, that was so fun! And she understands the math right away, and understands all these really cool things. And she's so excited. She she's talks just excited to, of, to learn. She talked to one of Max's friends, and she's like, "Yeah, what was the line she says? I'm here to discover who I am and find fulfillment." I was like, "Yeah, you are, girl. Do it!" And oh, yes, she is. Would that we all had that level of self awareness and conviction. And it's also really entertaining to see them trying to adapt to the real world of today. Of all of a sudden, like, what are f- phones? Hey, little me. That's cool. <laughs> Get the tablet? Hi, medium me. <laughs> and it's, or like Layla's, I was like, oh my God, this like lip gloss has like, I didn't know there was such thing as like triple vanilla or whatever. Also, just Layla in general, where before she even gets to school, is talking about how excited she is to try new things and new experiences. Yeah. That's called being a lesbian. <laughs> Oh, bless I get heart. to wear your clothes and I just oh the intricate the rituals are intricate <laughs> I know they are um, really just losing it throughout this entire movie but with absolute glee and they and they keep breaking out into song and they're also slowly changing the world because then like there's a song with like flip that smile upside down and um, and they get the whole <laughs> I, I think it's flip that frown upside down. What did I say? Flip that smile upside oh, no. down. And I was like, I don't want to do that. That would be really, really a big It's just like going around getting everyone to smile and get excited about things. And it's it's interesting the two different journeys that Tanner and Layla go on. So like Tanner is seeing the real world. And he's like, oh God, like 
what if Layla doesn't like need me or like my role is to do is to be this guy and I can't and then but Layla's like look at all my potential like even in the song this is where I want to be she's like you can do anything even if you're a girl and she's like this is what I want to be this this is amazing Oh, well, what I like about Tanner's arc is even Layla makes a comment at one point, oh my goodness, Tanner is caring about something other than himself. And it's not that Tanner only cared about himself in a very selfish way, just in a very boring way. Yeah. And it makes him very oblivious to everyone around him. And so Tanner's arc is realizing that he thinks Layla's the bomb.com. Yeah. And how can he support her in that journey? Yeah. And he goes through emotions of like, what if I'm not enough? And for her, it's like, well, she can have all these other things. And if you're there for her, then that's fine. Like, you don't have to be mm-hmm. enough. You can be a part of her life. And oh, and throughout this whole thing, Mac and um, Brady are yes, going Yes, we to have work. our actual two main characters, <laughs> Mac and Brady. Yeah. Ross Lynch and Maya Mitchell. If you watch t- teen television, you know who those people yes. are. Um, specifically but like ross lynch because like he was in austin alley and like he's like a disney star i guess yeah i i only know him actually for sabrina and then maya mitchell was on the fosters which i have not watched all of but am really into it's been it's been a long a stretched out quarantine watch because i've been watching it with someone Mm. so it's whenever our schedules line up and we watch like two episodes (laughs) once every two months (laughs) that works yeah, and so they um, they had, like, the summer romance, and they both were surfers, and they've connected through this experience of going to a movie and being together, and the movie starts with them having their meetiversary and watching the movie, and super cute and adorable, and they're like, nothing will change once we get to back to school, and then school personas shine through, and different friends come back, and... And Ross Butler Ross, is there. Yeah, he's also there. <laughs> I got very excited. I really like Ross Butler, and I do wish I lived in the alternate universe where Ross Butler never had to leave Riverdale. Mm. Um, but, you know, good for him. Chase that money. Get the Netflix cash. Yeah. Um, but I was just excited to see Ross Butler. I haven't even seen Ross Butler in that many things, but I was just like, hey, I know you. Yeah. Um, Ross Butler? And good times. But naturally, yes, then there's strife, and Ross Butler is just an amiable, handsome nerd who's actually into Mac's best friend, but every time Brady sees him, he's talking to Mac, and Brady's just like, I'm trying to be cool about it, but I really don't Well, it's all because, like, Brady has zero confidence in himself, because he knows that, like, Mac is super smart, and then goes to school, and she's, like, busy and wants to do all these things and talk about her future, and she's a girl with a plan, and he is not. He is someone who goes with the flow and does kind of whatever, and that works during the summer and could work later. As- and he does have a plan, but he doesn't trust in its ability to be a plan, so he's keeping it Yeah, okay. That's the one thing I don't understand. Why did he keep making surfboards away from Mac, whose grandfather made surfboards? Like, that made no sense of why he kept that a secret. It makes no sense at all, yes. His big, dark secret is that he's learned how to make a surfboard that you can surf on even when there's no waves, which is a huge scientific innovation. Brady is an but engineering genius. Isn't that just a... But um, I don't know why he keeps it a secret. Isn't that just a small boat? I don't know how... I don't know... You know I don't do well in water. I don't know anything about this life. It's okay. Yeah, so he is has zero confidence in himself and is like, well, you have all this plan or whatever. Also, him and... It, like, they're with their friends and you can see that they're like... That whole, like, who am I type thing. But also, this is a reminder that we need to come up with a handshake. 
<laughs> oh my gosh yes okay i started to brainstorm a handshake last year except we've never been able to practice it in person i think i still have the videos of it somewhere yeah but we need to have a handshake and we need brady to and his handshake. friend have a handshake and i was like as soon as that happened it's i was like damn it and that's what i do we had we had we had a rough draft we had plans <laughs> we had goals um and I think if they remembered that Mac actually had a grandfather more than before the end of the movie, because it's very Bostwick in the first one, and I guess they couldn't get him back for the mm. second one, um, then I think they could have even just had a line of he, that's kind of why he's keeping it a secret from Mac, mm. because he's really nervous about right now. This is just something he's doing for fun. He doesn't know if he's good at it. It's the thick classic. I, no one can know I'm trying a new thing until I can do it perfectly. And if I don't do it perfectly right away, then I'm just a failure. You know, that classic fun brain trick. Um, Yeah. So they're going through like this argument and they're like, maybe we won't work. Maybe we don't work then. And what brings them together. I gotta go my own way. Yeah. And then what brings them together is a common problem to solve, which is, Layla and Tanner are now in the real world and they need to be protected and <laughs> they need to get back because similar to the other movie, people started to like disappear. Yes, because if the main characters of your movie aren't there, then there is no movie. So you've got Jordan Fisher, very much everyone's, you know, it's it reminds me of that scene from Keeping Up with the Kardashians where Kim has lost a diamond earring and she's trying to swim and find her uh, diamond earring. And then another Kardashian, I don't know which one, just says, people are dying, Kim. <laughs> very much how I felt for Jordan Fisher in Teen Beach 2, <laughs> where they're just going about their days and practicing dance moves and he's just like, people are dying, <laughs> yeah. Kim. Yeah. And they try to, like, they're like, oh, we have to do the Fallen for you song because that's what's supposed to happen next. And it, like, doesn't go as planned because they're not supposed to be those roles. And they're like, we need to figure out a way to get back. And so they do. And then they arrive and they're like, hey, how's it going? And everyone's like, wait, now you guys are here as well? And they let, like, oh, wait, am I going too far ahead? No. I think well, we've already jumped forward because we've got we've got the Brady McMack plot. Mac, I had so much trouble saying her name, Mackenzie, but Mac for all intents yeah. and purposes. We've got the Layla Tanner plot, but the moral of the story is just that it's you know teens having some hard conversations about their hopes and dreams. Yeah, and Layla's like, I don't want to go back. Like, I want this world, and they try to convince them like it's so bad. Like in the movies, it's all glitz and glam, and everything is great, and. Of the major musical numbers, my favorite is one called Silver Screen, which is mm. Brady and Mac trying to convince their beloved friends to return to the world of the cinema. Yes. And the friends really not having it because they've just realized their character's in a movie. And understandably, that rocks your brain a little bit. Also how they don't, like, they're kind of making, not making fun, but calling out their own movie. I mean, like, if it's good, they'll make a sequel. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> it's great if we can work, like, we can work on like, abroad, like, on location, and they're, they filmed this movie in Puerto Rico, and so they're just, oh, like, nice. they're very much be like, ha, 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 and then, I go to Puerto and Rico. Layla and Tanner, like, going through these scenes, and then she's like, no, like, I want to be more than that, and, but, what, and she throws the necklace and lets them magically transport, it, transport into the ocean, which Mac does one thing that made me really question her. Yes. 
in that she goes to look for the necklace and just walks into the ocean while wearing skinny jeans. And I do question that decision. <laughs> I mean, did you, like, well, she didn't have any options. There, they both live in a beach house. That's true. She could have just rolled her, I guess they're skinny jeans, she couldn't have rolled her pants up. <laughs> I guess. Um, so they're looking for it, and then that's when, because the necklace arrived back at the movie world, then the move, the the extras found that, and they go back, and then it's like, people disappearing. Now the whole gang is there. Yeah, they're like, everything's disappearing, we gotta go. And they're like, okay, okay. And then so they all, like, walk back into the sea, like, okay. And also this entire time, Mac has been organizing a dance for, like, Save the Oceans. Um, and so we go to the dance, and, like, Brady and Mac aren't together because, like, differences of one and lying and all these things and <laughs> yeah no, so right. well they're lying that's the that's the root of the problem <laughs> yeah and then also the the cast from wet side story has this entrance into the dance with because you thought they'd gone back yeah. to their own world but surprise and tanner's like on a segue a because <laughs> that's like him why not they're like we need to save you guys they're like yeah and so then, this is my favorite dance number, or mumber, is Do My Thing. I think it's what it's called. I always... That sounds right. So, I feel like that sounds right. And it's so fun. And I also just love... Oh, no. It's Gotta Be Me, is what it's called. And I love dance numbers when it's, like, two different crews, like, dancing. So the guys have a thing, and they all dance, and, like, woo, and the girl's like, uh-huh, okay. And then the girl's not doing it, and the guy's like, okay, y'all want to prove this? And they come all together. This like, is also a spiritual sequel to our Step Up to the Streets episode. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, it's a catchy song, and it's fun, and is a good time. Um, so I really enjoyed that song. And then, so they all go back, except for they can't, because it's not a, like... This is where I get kind of lost. They couldn't because there was no ways, and that's how they could get back last time. So, yeah. So in the first movie, they're able to magically transport because of a magic surfboard. And in the second movie, it's a magical necklace. But then people, the cast from the movie starts disappearing because they're not meant to be in the real world this long. And that, But then the person holding the necklace evaporates, and then the necklace is gone, so they have to go back and get the magic surfboard. You just have to roll with it. You yeah. Just have to accept, you just have to accept similar... In the first one, they make some very questionable decisions that I was going to talk about, but we're not talking about the first movie. That's not what's happening yeah. right now. So the second one, you just got to roll with it. You just got to go yeah. with it. And then, and then they have, like, this song, which is a reprise from the first movie, but it's during a time when everyone's disappearing, and they're like, we got to go now. And then we're like, but pause. We need to sing for two minutes. And this entire time, like, we do not have time! <laughs> People are dying! <laughs> I know, I was very appreciative. Then Brady and Mac were talking about their feelings, and Brady explains what he's been working on and why he's scared that she's going to leave him, and she explains she's not going to leave. She wants to stay, but only if he's open with her. And I say, this is great. You should really have this conversation after you make sure your friends don't die. <sighs> and they all say their goodbyes, and... But it's a very difficult, because Layla is sad to go, because Layla knows if she goes back, she's going to keep reliving the same narrative, and that isn't enough for her anymore. No. And I was very moved by this sacrifice that she is making. Yeah, like, she is sacrificing Getting her whole sense of self to save everyone. Save everyone. <sighs> it's a really hard decision that she had to make, and she does it. Yes. And she saves the day, too, because she has a bobby pin. It's a shed of the first movie where she's also, you know, secretly an engineering genius. Yeah. And they, the surf machine's not working, but then her trusty bobby pin is what Yeah. 
And then so then they but then, they bring off this other thing that's like if the movie never existed, we we have never met because how uh, Mac and Brady met was that he was watching that movie. And it was kind of like a little banter of like, hey, like, what do you watch it? Oh, it's the best movie ever. It's like, I highly doubt it. It's like, well, you could watch it. If you don't like it, I'll get you a mango smoothie. I like mangoes. It was a whole thing. So that's how they met. <laughs> and so they're like, what if this movie doesn't exist and we never would have met? It's like, okay. But then they leave and you're like, okay, then it happened. But before they left, Mac told Layla, like, change the story. Make it your own. You can be happy. Like, you have Tanner who wants to help you. You guys can change your story. And um, I just wanted to say briefly, I would pay money to watch you do a one-woman show, Recreation of Teen, the Teen Beach franchise. <laughs> <laughs> just you. Because when she's doing the whole mango exchange, she was you know, doing little faces and you were changing your posture. I don't even know if you knew you were doing it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but this is when this movie gets into... Time travel? I don't think even science fiction. <laughs> it gets really metaphysical. Yes. Yeah, so all of a sudden, like, so um, Brady, like, comes back on shore and passes Mac, and you're like, wait, they didn't know each other. Did, because you're like, oh no, did Layla and Tanner die? <laughs> this is a decom, so I don't think they did. But Brady doesn't recognize Mac, which means the movie never existed. Yeah. Which means they didn't get back into And then, so now we're at this big, like, fundraiser for the save the, the save the sea exactly dance. so they're at the save the sea dance but it's a screening of Layla Queen of the Beach and you're like what cuz Layla changed the movie guys ch- Layla changes the movie but this stressed me <laughs> out so much and made me very weirdly sad because Brady and Mac aren't together anymore and but then it works out. I'm not going to do what Jenny just did and recreate the scene for you. But what happens is that instead of throwing a dance, she's throwing this screening. So Ross Butler is still there. Her friend is still there. But in the original, it's Brady's favorite movie. But now it's Mac's favorite yeah. movie. And Brady sees her and is like, well, what's this movie about? And they do the same dialogue, but reverse. Yes. And it's very cute and funny. And you're very happy that they're falling in love again. And, but it's but I have so many but questions. But it's like, with time, was like, okay, the reason why she stayed for her... For school, because she was supposed to go back home. Yes, because the premise of the first movie is that Mac's mother has died, and she has made the decision to go live with her aunt. And then at the end of the movie, she decides to stay with her grandpa at the beach and with Brady. But is Mac's mom still alive? Oh. Is Mac's mom still alive? Because she wouldn't have decided to stay, but like maybe because she cares about Layla, the, the surf queen. She was like, originally it's Brady who got her into surfing, but then she already cared about surfing. So then she never even made the decision to leave. So never had to make the decision to stay. Yeah. It's, it's just like how every day I wake up and I'm a little bit afraid I'm in a time loop, but I know that I won't know if I'm in a time loop because I'm in a time loop. I wake up and think of this, this is no joke every day. Oh no, darling. Are you all right? <laughs> and it's, it's, I'm fine. It's not a. It's not a fear. It's just a. I'm not every day, but I watched a lot of time loop movies a couple mm. months ago, and it does just make me think. I could be in a time loop right now. And also, I like the whole idea of like screening this movie was originally like Brady brought that to Mac. Like, oh, you should do this type of thing, and then Mac is like, oh no, no one really knows that movie but you. And then all of a sudden, like it's her movie, and she makes it a whole thing. It's her movie. She makes it a whole thing, and it's also more of a huge cultural reset because it was the, it becomes this you know proto-feminist girl yeah. power 60s movie about Layla the surfer queen yes and it's made me 
want to even more go into a outdoor theater because I've never been to a drive-in before. And my first note I took was, has Team Beach ever been at a drive-in? And by the end of the movie, it ha- like, if it hasn't, it has to be. Yes. Oh, just like projected on like a big screen at the beach. I feel like they must have projected it at least when cruises were still a thing, like on the deck of a cruise ship of a Disney cruise. Mm-hmm. Like they had to. But oh, so fun. And then so they do a song and they do a whole dance and it's so exciting. And, and then Bra- Brady and Mac, I keep wanting to say Brack. <laughs> Brack. Brack fall in love again. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's just so fun. I really like these types of films when it's like a musical and it's teens and it's just fun and it was colorful and exciting and... It is, as I will say, it is my jam. <laughs> Jenny's bringing prop comedy. Where did you get a little jam? I ordered... Did you get it from the takeout? <laughs> yeah. I ordered, I ordered breakfast from Skip, and I got a little jam, and I, I left it here, and I was like, I will bring this forward to today. It is my jam. And... <laughs> that was just a little, a little thing for you. Yeah, so... Teen Beach 2 is so great. The whole Teen Beach like franchise is amazing. Um, Emma, do you have any and c- closing you... thoughts about the film? I was going to say, if you have interest in listening to two women just tell you what happens in this movie for 42 minutes, I really suggest just going to go watch it. They're a great time. And then come back and listen to us again. Because we're just very enthusiastic about how these films are incredible. And I really wish that they had... I guess, but we're not the target audience. So for all I know, they were hugely successful. It was. But obviously no enough. So, it, was. it was. So okay, it yeah. had, um, it was the most watched cable movie of 2015. Cool. And it had, on the premiere night, there was 5.8 million people watched it. That's a lot of people. So, like, it didn't win, like, any awards. That's, like, 1% of the world, I think. A billion is 100 million, right? No. That's not right. That's not right at all. I, okay. Everyone, please ignore how I don't know numbers. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. And so I think, like, like in... A billion is a thousand million. In, like, as someone who is pretty active in the Disney fan community, like, this movie is, like, very popular amongst Disney fans, for sure. It's excellent. It's a really good time. Yes. One thing I do want to say that I feel sets this apart, I guess not from other Disney sequels, but definitely in the first one, and I think again in the second one, is that they're the main couple, and in this case couples, are both established couples, mm. which I feel like also sets it apart in Teen Beach. They've already been dating for a while. Well, in the first one, the whole thing and is... And then are worried they're going to... The first one, the whole thing is that they need to make sure they get together, because it's the whole falling. Oh, yes, they need to make sure that Tanner and Layla get together, but Brady and Mac are already yeah. together, which I thought was interesting at the time. Yeah. They're really good movies. They're really good. They're really interesting. They're very starter pack feminism, which I am always a fan of, because every 12-year-old's got to start somewhere, and these are a really fun time. Yay! Yes. Please watch it, everybody. So I have a little 
quiz for you today. I guess we're in like a, a quiz. Like we're in the quiz zone. We're in the quiz zone. I did have an idea. Like originally, I was like, oh, like pick like a TV show that you would want someone to be transported to our world type thing because that's kind of the premise. But I was like, I don't have time to think too much about that. So quiz. I know, and I would have to think about a show that isn't supernatural because I don't want that. To <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't want them to be here. It would go very badly for everyone. <laughs> um. So it's dead. It's already happened. I have a quiz, and I think you'll be able to get them pretty easily is that I've have um, a couple of songs from other decoms that you know. <laughs> so okay. you, I, I know I, I know you've seen all of these. Um, and Thank so you. Jenny knows because every decom I've seen, I've seen. <laughs> yes. So, um, and I will read the lyrics and please tell me what movie it is from. And for bonus points, what's the name of the song? I was, thank you. That's so generous. The implication that I can remember any of this is really, really giving me happy. You have this much faith in me. I'm ready. <laughs> and I think you'll be fine. Um, okay. It'll be great. Okay. The first one. And if you need, I have some hints as well, if you need them. Okay. The first one, I'm starting out easy, okay? First one, don't stop, stop the music. <laughs> we ride fast like a bullet. We do anything we want, anything we want. What is that from, Emma? That's cruising for a bruising from Teen Beach Movie. What? Hell yeah. You're letting me get cocky by starting out easy. <laughs> okay, good job, okay. Number that two. movie made it to the top 100 Billboard charts. Damn. Not that movie, that song. This specifically cruising for Hell yeah. Like, Pentatonix, like, covered it and everything. Like, that is such a good song. Okay. Oh. Number two. You will know this one, so don't panic. Okay. I met this girl that rocked my world like it's never been rocked. And now I'm living just for her and I won't never stop. Is that Did I Mention from December? It is! <laughs> oh, I was so worried. Also a great song. Janie, can you tell your story? About- I, hello everyone. Here is my daily reminder that I knew someone who was in the Descendants movie. He, I know he is, he's listening to this podcast. Hello, sir. You are a celebrity. If you're, for anyone watching, if you've ever seen Descendants, he is in the crowd playing, instru- I think he's playing the drums in the band during this song and he is a celebrity don't ever forget it bless you and if you think no one cares that's not correct because jenny told me this fact and i thought it was so cool that i now also tell this to people so (laughs) yes i i met you once in passing but i do tell people that my friend knows someone who was in descendants even though none of my friends care about descendants either (laughs) oh it's my favorite fact okay all right Next one. We were made for this. Didn't come here to lose. We came to play. We're here to stay. What's left to say when we know? I, okay. I, oh no. Okay. My my first instinct was that this was actually for, from another Descendants movie. I want to say Descendants 2, but then you said play, so I'm going to say High School Musical 2? 
No. High School Musical 1. It is not. I do, have this, I do have the line that comes after. Would you like me to say that line? Yes. Nothing's going to get in our way. No. Come on. Let me hear you say we're fired up. Jenny's giving me the eye, and I know in my heart I should know this. The title of the song I have said in the lyrics is the first hint. We were made for this. Fired up. Can you read? Can you give me the lyrics one more time? The whole thing? All of it? Start from the beginning. We were made for this. Didn't come here to lose. We came to play. We're here to stay. What's left to say when we know? Nothing's gonna get in our way. No. Come on, let let me hear you say we're fired up. I have another I don't know what I have another clue. Can't give me okay, a another clue. This movie was released in two thousand and eighteen. This is from Zombies! <laughs> yes, it's from Zombies. <laughs> what is the name of the song? Is it we were made for this? No. Is it fired yes, up? Yes, it's fired up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this when they're cheerleading? Yes. Oh, Zombs versus Palms. I gotta watch Zombies too. Yeah, me too. All right. The last one. And I think you'll get this. Okay. Two stepping. Now we're up to bat. Base loaded. Do your dance. <laughs> easy. Take your best shot. <laughs> I don't dance from High School Musical 2. Why did they switch clothes at the end of the song? What are you trying to tell us, Kenny Ortega? Also, I had no idea you brought it up in the podcast, this specific song. (laughs) I feel like High School Musical walked, or specifically High School Musical 2, I don't dance, walked so that Team Beach could run, and Team Beach 2 walked so that High School Musical the Musical the Series could run, because High School Musical the Musical the Series has this awareness that Team Beach has, and it's all connected. I'm getting out yarn. (laughs) There you go. Those are all my questions. Good job. I'm really excited. I love this movie. I knew I was going to. I'm so happy I finally watched it. And I'm also so excited because this is not really a teaser except to make Jenny ask me what I'm going to make her watch after we hang up the recording. Hang up the recording. That's a phrase. (laughs) Um, But we've had a real, you know, a synchronicity between our past several picks. Mm. And I'm excited because I have one that I think you will enjoy that brings a very specific Teen Beach energy for my next Oh, I'm excited. And I'm just in a really good mood. Yay! Yeah, 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 yeah. Teen Beach movie will get you in a good mood, guys. Just we'll do that to you. Oh, it's good. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much for listening, especially Jenny's friend who is in Descending. <laughs> We're your fan club now. You can follow us on Twitter at Hi Ho Podcast. You can follow us on Tumblr at HiHoPodcast.tumblr.com or email us at HiHoPodcast at gmail.com. All those good things. You can also follow us, follow us on Spotify where obviously our episodes are there. And we also make playlists sometimes that we think are neat. You can find those links again on our Twitter. Basically, H-Y-H-O Podcast. If you just search that phrase, if you yell it out a window, <laughs> uh, some kind of search result will come back to you. <laughs> Um, we thank you very much for listening. My ending spiel changes everything. It's all good. And remember to like what you like. Your opinion is valid. As long as it's the same as mine.